Welcome to Her Money's Worth, a community and podcast focused on helping you to sort out your money, navigate the world of investing and build long-term wealth. You're joined by your host, Olivia, and each week we deepen our knowledge about all things finance and ensure we're getting our money's worth from every hard-earned dollar. Let's get started. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. In today's episode, we are going to be running through a list for and against paying off your HEX help debt early. And then at the end of today's episode, I'm going to be doing a quick Q&A for a couple of questions that came from the community about what you should do with your HEX given the current 7.1% indexation situation, which will be a focus of this episode, of course. Now, before we dive into it, I just want to go through and clarify a couple of things about the debt, what it is and exactly how it works. So just to be clear, your HEX help debt, which it is referred to, so it was previously HEX and now it's known as HEX help debt is the debt that you actually accrue from going to university and doing higher education in Australia. Now, there may be some similarities to other education systems, so in other countries, but in today's episode, I'm going to be talking through mostly specific Australian related things. So it could apply to you, some of the things that we're chatting about, but I'm speaking from an Australian lens and perspective today. If you aren't sure if you have a hex step, then if you went or are currently at university in Australia, then you probably do unless you have paid for your units upfront or have been given a scholarship. So hopefully this episode will assist you in learning firstly how the debt works and secondly, whether paying it in advance, either this year or later down the track or making some voluntary repayments is actually for you. Although I am recording this in 2023, in May before the indexation is going to be applied for this year on June 1, the points that I'm talking through are going to be relevant moving forward. So even if you haven't finished your university degree or if you haven't even started yet, you can absolutely take away some points from this episode. And in addition, even if you're not in a position to pay it off early, the things I'm going to talk through will be relevant even if you wanted to consider doing that in a couple of years to come. So before we do get into the for and against, I want to quickly explain how the debt works and also what indexation means very briefly. So basically in Australia, if you want to go to university, if you meet the citizenship or residency requirements, the government will basically pay those fees to the university for you. So if, for example, your semester unit costs $3,800, let's say, the government will pay that $3,800 and put it onto your debt. It will continue to do this for your entire degree, which really is quite good because it gives basically anyone the opportunity to go and do sort of any degree or area of study they would like to do without having to worry about those upfront costs. And then as your debt builds, it will begin to get indexed yearly. So in line with inflation, it will raise and the reason that there's a lot of discussion going on at the moment is because for the past while and the whole time that I have had a um, a hex degree the indexation has been very very low however this year given that inflation is up it is going to be higher than it has been previously so something that does get people confused with this as well is that your hex does not attract 
interest. So like your home loan where it attracts interest every single month, it is not attracting interest. It is only attracting attracting indexation once a year on June 1st in line with whatever inflation is doing. So a lot of the discussion around your hex help debt is that, you know, you don't need to worry about it because it doesn't attract interest. And, you know, it's basically free money, which for the past while and the whole time I've had this debt has been really relevant because the indexation has been so low, it's barely made a debt. But there's so much conversation going on at the moment because it is going to be indexed at 7.1%. So that's what we're going to be talking about in today's episode. And now that we have some clarity on how it works, we're firstly going to dive into speaking about the reasons you may want to pay off your debt before indexation occurs this year. So now that we've got some clarity about how the debt works and what indexation is, let's dive firstly into the four reasons that I have that you might want to pay your debt off early. Now, number one is the first and most obvious reason is that if you pay your debt off before June 1, your debt is not going to increase by the 7.1 indexation, which is essentially going to be saving you money. So for example, my hex is currently around $10,000. So if I paid it off early, I would be saving myself $700. That's basically the main argument that everyone's talking about at the moment. This is not life-changing for me, obviously. I'm only saving myself $700. But if your hex was substantially more than this, let's say 30, 40, 50,000, much, much more, this could be more substantial for you. So people obviously are doing degrees that are more expensive than mine was. I did a teaching degree. People have multiple degrees. So there could be an argument to pay it off early to save this money. So this is basically the main argument that people are talking about at the moment. But I do think that there are other reasons to pay off your hex, whether it be this year, whether it be next year, whether it be a year in the future. So I'm going to also talk about that. So my second reason for paying off your hex early would be that it would increase your income and your ability to service a property purchase. Now, this is one that I think can be really valid for any time, whether you're trying to avoid indexation or not. And I've had a few close friends do this. So to explain, the reason that people might look at this is because essentially your HEX and student loan is a debt that reduces your income automatically when you are working. So for me, for the last six years, I've been working in my full time job. Most of my fortnights I've had between around $200 and $300 less in my bank account on payday due to this debt. So that's almost $600 a month. Adding this up, you can see how much that debt actually has reduced my income and my cash flow and my ability to pay for other other things. Although our hex debt is often something that we are advised to sort of pay off last or not worry about, Banks and lenders do still see this as a debt and something that impacts your serviceability when it comes to getting a loan to buy a property. So in some circumstances, it may make sense to pay down some or all of your hex for this reason. So although this doesn't directly relate to the indexation that we're going to see this year, if you are in addition thinking about potentially buying a property in the next 12 months, six months, This could be another reason that you might consider that adds to this to help you make a decision to pay it off. However, I would say if you think this could impact you now in the future, the best person to chat with would be a mortgage broker. 
And mostly these are free. So definitely look into meeting one with one before you take any action on this, because you really don't want to be making any big decisions to pay off a big debt and, you know, put thousands of dollars towards this if it's not necessary and otherwise you wouldn't. I didn't have to when I purchased my property, which was really fortunate. And I spoke to the mortgage broker about that and it was okay. I was able to service the loan. But this could be a different situation for you, especially with interest rates the way they are at the moment. The banks will definitely be assessing that loan as part of your serviceability. So it's a really good idea to check this one out. And it could be a consideration for you to be paying down your HEX early. Our third reason that you may consider paying it off early or adding some voluntary repayments is if somebody else is offering you the money to fully pay it off or partially pay it off and they want to help you out. For example, if your parents want to pay this for you, I would absolutely be getting them onto this before June 1 so they don't pay the extra money or potentially have a conversation with them um, about paying it and then you could pay them back. So potentially it is a loan from them where they won't charge you any interest or indexation. Again, you could save the money that way. However, I'd obviously be super careful with this one and ensure that they are obviously happy to do this and be really clear on the terms moving forward as to whether it's a gift or whether it is a no index, no interest loan from them. But I think if this has been a conversation or something your parents or someone close to you wants to do for you, definitely look at doing it before June 1. And then lastly, I think a really good reason that I think a lot of people aren't talking about is our fourth reason, and that is to pay it off if you think that this is something that is going to be increasing your happiness or your peace of mind around money. Now, the reality is that HEX is a debt. And yes, we have always been told, don't worry about it because with inflation as low as it has been, indexation that's been applied isn't making much of a dent. So basically it's been sort of classed as like ridiculously cheap or almost free money and free debt. So it's always been at the bottom of the barrel in terms of priorities. However, even without worrying about this year's indexation being a bit higher, people still struggle with having debt and feel that it is kind of a weight on their shoulders or something that's stopping them a little bit, you know, moving on with those next things in their life. And being free of this debt would be a really positive thing for them. And I think for anyone it would be, but if you are someone that, you know, feels like this is an extra stress on them and with this cleared, you'd be able to move on to the next thing and start, you know, building towards the next goal, then it really could be worth considering paying this off and getting it done. And this could have a huge impact on your peace of mind if this is you. And I think it could certainly be worth making some extra voluntary repayments, whether it's now or whether it's down the track. And I know with some people who have bigger debts as well that they know is going to take them a while to pay it off, having the ability to or, you know, setting up a system where you actually add an extra $100 a month or something small, again, adds into their peace of mind that they get around this debt and absolutely helps them sleep at night. So if that's you, I think that's another really strong reason to pay off your hex debt early. Just a quick note before we get back into the show. I am so excited about how this podcast is growing. And to those of you who've reached out to tell me you've started to sort out your money, begin building long-term wealth and start investing. If you wanna help someone else to do the same, please know that if you take a moment to follow this show and review it wherever you listen, it'll greatly help the podcast to grow. Thank you so much and let's get back into the show. 
Although some of the reasons to pay off your hex are really good and they are obviously going to apply to some people's circumstances, there are interestingly a lot more reasons and considerations against paying it off early. So let's get into those. My biggest reason that you shouldn't even be entertaining paying off your hex is the first one we are going to start with, and that is if you just do not have the money. Now, this is obviously pretty self-explanatory and seems maybe too obvious and stupid to include, but the reason that I have included this is because basically what I mean is if you don't have the money to pay it off, plus some money for an emergency fund, plus some money to sort of live your life and have a little bit of a buffer, don't stress and scramble or like try and pull out of your emergency fund and find every spare cent you have to make the money exist, if that makes sense. So don't exhaust every bank account and do every side hustle and find every dollar and draw down on every investment just to pay this off especially if your hex isn't huge it is fine to just continue paying it down as usual and the reason that i also say this is because even if you technically do have the amount we always want to have a backup fund we don't want to be sacrificing every single thing about our lifestyle for the next year just to get this done before june 1. so if you like me have only got maybe ten thousand dollars it's not huge don't drain every account you have and not be able to do anything for the next year because you've paid off your hex. If you don't have the money and then some, I would just continue on as usual and pay it down as you go. The next reason that you might decide against paying off your hex, and one of the reasons that I'm definitely not as well, is if you want to invest that money, all the money that you could already use, like I spoke about in the first reason, is actually already invested. And the reason that you might want to continue doing that or investing your money rather than paying off your hex is because we can assume that investing our money over the long run is going to be the thing that actually gives you a better return. And this is what is always talked about in terms of it being better to invest your money rather than paying off your hex because the indexation was so low. And the argument has come up now that well, actually, the indexation is around 7%. So technically, by paying it off, you're getting a 7% return on your money. Yes, this is technically true. However, if you are in the habit of investing and investing for the long term, this will be a better idea. Not only because you'll get a better return over the long term, but also because it's about staying in the habit. Now, I think investing is important to be doing every fortnight or every month continuously as part of your money routine. So if you are in that habit, don't stop it and definitely do not start draining your investment accounts to find the money to pay this off. Our third reason that you might not want to pay this off is if you have money sitting in your offset or your redraw. And by that, I mean the money that you would pay off your hex with is sitting in your offset or your redraw because your home loan at the moment, if it's on a variable rate, is already attracting probably well over 5%, if not in the realm of 6 or 7%. If you have a mortgage, you know guaranteed that your loan is attracting that interest every single month, which costs a lot more than one round of 7.1% indexation on an amount that is probably quite a lot less than your mortgage. So for example, I know for me that when I currently look at my interest accruing each month, it's adding around $1,400 to my loan, which is huge. And compared to the indexation that my hex debt is going to be attracting, 
that is a huge amount. So again, I'm keeping a fair amount of my spare money in my redraw too, to try and offset some of that interest that's being accrued. And your money might well be used sitting there too, while interest rates are a lot higher. Reason number four is if you have the money, but you have more important goals for your life now and paying it off would completely derail them. Now, this is what I relate to because I honestly feel like if push came to shove, I could find the money I need to pay mine off. However, at the moment, I'm in the process of doing some renovation to my house and I'm also hoping to do a bathroom renovation in my property that badly needs to be done. And I mean like there's leaks and serious things that need fixing. It is not just an upgrade for trends or anything like that. So I know that that needs to be done. And if I paid off my hex, I would maybe be pushing that goal back or jeopardizing it. And for me and my life at the moment, that is just more important and more meaningful to me than trying to pay off this debt. And I know for you, you could potentially be saving for a house deposit or trying to meet other goals or going on a holiday this year that's more important to you that you need to allocate the money to those goals. Next up, another reason to not pay down your HEX early is if you stop working. Now, your HEX debt stops being required to be paid if you are not working. So if you potentially think that there's a chance you could stop working or lose your job, which could happen, or even start earning less, paying off your HEX should actually be the last priority. So as you're probably aware, HEX comes out of your paycheck because you've told your employee you've got a student loan debt, and then based on how much you're earning, they remove a certain percentage. So you will only be paying back that rate or a higher rate potentially when you are earning more. And the idea is that it's worked out to be repaid at a percentage that you can afford once you're earning there. So for me at the moment, I'm working casually. So I could not be working for a period of time. And when I'm not working for that period of time, my hex does not stop being paid. However, I do still have to pay other things, my bills, things for my life, my mortgage. So for me, it's better for me to keep sort of a buffer and more of my money in a place where I can access it rather than paying that back to the government when I will never be able to seek that money back if I actually needed it. And our last reason is something that's a little bit dire, but if you happen to die, your hex will die with you. And I think this is one of the ones that is commonly hashed around, but I want to kind of add a little bit of another point to it. And of course, for most of this, this won't be an issue and it's not really something that we want to be factoring in, but it is definitely worth mentioning and thinking about. And the reason I really think that it's worth thinking about, not for us, but if you have dependents or even parents or siblings that may bet or that will benefit if you did happen to pass away, you are better to have put more money into other things in your life. For example, investments, maybe even your superannuation, maybe shares, maybe just overpaying your property or even just keeping the money in the bank because if you did pass away, your family would then get or benefit from this money, whoever your beneficiaries are. And that is better than that being overpaid to the government because they won't be able to say, oh, well, she's just paid her $50,000 hex. Can we get that back? The answer will be no. However, if you had that $50,000 just sat in your bank account or on your offset, then your family or your beneficiaries would obviously be able to access that. So I think that that's also a pretty good reason to only pay what you need to be paying back. 
that is it for my pros and cons for paying off your hex early, whether it be this year before June 1 or any time in the future. I will mention just one quick tip that if you are looking at paying off your debt early this year um, or before June 1 on any year, you need to act now if you would like to contribute extra. And that is to ensure that there is no delay in transferring. What I mean by this is it is now 10th of May on release day and I would not wait until May 31st to do this just in case there's any issues transferring that money and getting it registered that you did get it over and paid before June 1. Now, as promised, I said I would include a quick Q&A at the end of the podcast today to answer some community questions about this topic and about your HEX help debt. So let's dive into the first one. I'm going to read out the question. I guess it's sort of like a bit of a dilemma. Here we go. So it reads, I'm wanting to go on a semester exchange to the UK next year and can take out a loan of $7,700 via HEX, which will just be cash to use whilst I'm over there. I've got enough savings to pay for this whole trip, but my thought process was to get the HEX loan and then put $7,700 of my savings into investing or a house deposit and the growth on this would then outweigh the negative effects of having a higher HEX debt. But now with all this talk of indexation going up, etc., not too sure what to do. Hope this makes sense. Cool. That's it. Um, all right. I think this is a bit of a tricky one, um, but it sounds like this is a really exciting once in a lifetime type experience. And I know that I did not get the opportunity to go on exchange at uni because my grades were not high enough at the time. <laughs> um, but I really wish I'd done it and I wish I'd committed a bit more so I could have had an opportunity like this because it sounds fantastic. So what I would say with this, I don't think there's a cut and dry answer here. I think it would be very dependent on different personalities for a few reasons. Um, but what I would say here is I love how you're thinking about this in the sense of where can you put your savings in terms of a house deposit or investing to get the best return on your money based on this situation if you do go. Um, because yes, over the long term, you should get a better return on this money by doing that versus the indexation, especially given that for years to come, the indexation amount should be much lower compared with the 7.1% we are seeing this year. I also think that getting this loan with just the indexation applied is very cheap money to access this trip compared to any other way you'd actually borrow money for a trip or experience like this because the only other way you'd be able to do this is by getting like a personal loan or putting on a credit card so potentially a very very cheap way to get this opportunity if you do need to borrow money um i think that your plan is fine so as long as those savings will be directed to a higher growth asset purchase, like you've mentioned, whether you're investing it or whether you're putting it towards a property deposit, a nice middle ground here could even be thinking about, can you use some of the HEX loan and can you use some savings or potentially take the HEX loan and be careful. And if you don't utilize all of it, repay it back immediately. The last thing that I would say is just to consider, are you okay with that? debt being added on. Like I was talking about earlier, some people do struggle with the idea of having debt and then struggle with the idea of it going up. Now, I don't know how much your 
university loans are anyway but i would just be i guess cognizant of that and i think you are pretty cognizant of the fact that you are going to have this debt when you leave university and you're across the fact that indexation will be applied so i would just be looking at that holistically knowing that hopefully we aren't going to see this level of indexation again and think about how you feel about that but it sounds like a great opportunity and I hope that helped. Okay, our second question I think will be relevant for a lot of people, so hopefully this helps, is just I have 5,900 left on my HEX and minimum savings, what should I do? This is definitely a bit easier for me to answer um, and the answer is that I would definitely prioritise holding on to your minimum savings rather than using that to pay off your hex you haven't mentioned how much your saving is but i'm assuming that you could probably use it and find some other way to get that almost six thousand dollars hex repaid um but the reason i'm saying hold off is because you're only going to pay this down if you're working um, and earning a level where you can comfortably afford the percentage that's how the system designed. So if something goes wrong and you need to stop working and you need to continue paying rent or for your life or a mortgage, you kind of would want that little bit of a cash buffer. So I would not be scrambling to pay it off, especially if it is this low, because it means you'll then be leaving yourself with not a lot of room to move in terms of an emergency fund or even in your budget. Like I was saying before, we don't want to pay this off and then have no room to move for a year because we have used every dollar we could access and now we're trying to build ourselves back up if you have an amount that's under 10k like me realistically most people probably only have maybe a year two years maybe a little bit more of working left to pay this off so allowing the indexation to happen to that nearly six grand and then just continuing to pay it out off as usual really won't be hugely slowing you down. So that's what I would do. I would just continue business as usual. If you have any questions about today's episode or you have your own hex dilemma that you would love my thoughts on, please come over to our Instagram at hermoneysworth and send me a DM. If you like this episode, please share it with a friend and make sure you are following wherever you listen. It greatly helps this podcast to grow and for other people to join us in sorting out our money navigating the world of investing and building long-term wealth. I will speak to you next Wednesday. Have a great week. This is just a quick note to say that nothing on this podcast is financial advice and nothing said on this podcast should be used as the basis for any financial decisions relating to any financial products. I'm not a financial advisor and the purpose of this podcast is to provide you with the education you need to continue doing your own research.